You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. I've got to understand a little bit, Lauren. Uh, we're coming up to the end of the year really quickly, which really means that we have a couple of big holidays coming up. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, November flew to me. I mean, it's just, I mean, seriously, it's like, I think I said this before, it's like the memes, like Halloween's over, tomorrow's Christmas. And that's exactly how I feel. Like, it's just been crazy. October was weird too. I felt like it was super long at points and then super short at others. So it's just this downhill slide. You know, I think everyone's feeling that like crunch. Yeah, absolutely. And today we're going to talk about holiday marketing. And I think that it's uh, interesting. We've been doing this a couple of years and every year I feel like it should be pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. In other words, you know, like we'd say, oh, well, it's about, you know, a little bit before Thanksgiving or whatever. But I mean, like you said, it's it's like Halloween and then boom, all of the, you know, Christmas stuff. I mean, there's barely any Thanksgiving at all. So, um, but this is a great way to talk about leveraging uh, the holidays, whether it is Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, even Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, you know, the end of the year, New Year's on really getting that last big bang or big push for your your marketing, correct? Exactly. So we have a few, I guess, hot tips um, because like we just said, it is time now to implement things. So let's just kind of go back and forth. And I think my first one is it's time to start your campaign like now. Um, I think that the, there are still some supply chain issues pushing people. I'm sure that you have all seen you know, Halloween was there, but Christmas stuff was already out at your local store, you know, like everything just is earlier and earlier. And so if you are in that rat race or competing for buyers, or you have, you know, you're selling products, gifts, or even experiences, those seem to be popular gifts now too, which I love, by the way, um, now is the time to really start pushing. So, I guess that's my advice is if you are not already planned out or don't know what you're doing, it is time this week to basically get things together and launch. So, yeah, I agree. And and mine really kind of dovetails on that. I don't know if it's a, a standalone point or not, but if you have never done end of year or holiday marketing, uh, don't be a maverick. Don't go against the flow. I mean, basically look to the big boys and see what they're doing and and basically kind of mimic them, lack of a better term. I mean, everything has changed. It used to be, you know, like Black Friday, and then you had X number of days until the end of the year or Christmas or whatever that looks like. Nowadays, you can see that they've got basically a couple of different tracks. There's kind of a digital or an online track. And then if you have a storefront, there's kind of like a an in-store kind of price. So Think about doing that for campaigns as really are two great ways to reach out to folks. Uh, and then two, as as Lauren mentioned, you know, if you have not started, start now. Put something together. Um, I would suggest maybe putting one or two good campaigns together than trying to do like five or six to that may be marginal or something like that. But mm-hmm. um it's very important to leverage that and then understand, you know, the pricing itself it needs to be better than normal. So give your consumer the warm and fuzzies that they they want or deserve. 
Yes. And that dovetails perfectly into my next item, which is if you do have a special offer, make it valuable. Like it can't be something that you usually offer. It needs to be special. It needs to be big, quite frankly, to make an impact. I mean, most people are not going to come by for 5% off, you know, I mean, so make something that's really unique and it's also accessible. So don't just offer something for one day, one time, three hours, whatever. That is so difficult and frustrating for people. So you will actually see more success if you offer something either online or in person for multiple days. So for an online campaign, I would say seven to eight days would be a sweet window there to be successful. In person, if it's something they have to come to you for at least two days, if not three, I think is a good sweet spot. But just make sure that, you know, you aren't getting, um, you know, hours or something that people cannot come by. So maybe they're working and you do something during the day. Make sure you offer for some the same thing for people who work during the day, but could come by in the evening or things like that. Or if you're doing something in person that may not be great and accessible for everyone, offer something online supplemental or the same or vice versa. Just make sure you're thinking of your entire audience, not just one segment of your audience. And if you're not comfortable with a special offer, that's okay too. Think of something different. Um, but if you are going to do a special offer, do it, you know, don't do it for one hour, one minute, you know, the first five people that is not going to make an impact overall. Yeah. I love it. I feel like you and I are really on the same page today because for your last point, it really comes back into mind, which is don't be you know, deflated if you don't have something cool to give away or you don't have a product. Like Lauren said, experiences, very unique experiences are just as valuable. So for instance, if you are a service-based organization or a tourism-based organization and you don't really feel like, okay, you're giving, you're doing tickets at $5 a whack, you know, whatever 20% off is not that much, but what if you did like a behind the scenes tour or what if you, you know, like the candle makers, like what if you did like a free candle party to, you know, for these folks for a different price. So think outside of your normal box. Don't just try to sell the products you sell every day. Give someone something a little bit extra. And then candidly, it may be a good revenue source. This is also a very good time to uh, float some pilot programs if you are organized enough to do that. So if you feel like, well, I've always wanted to do tours or I've always wanted to do small tastings, but I've never had the time, this is a great way to put it out there. See if it works. If it doesn't, then you've at least tested it and then kind of go on from there. So Yeah, I love that. And that's one of my other things too, like you said, we're on the same page, but anything that you can offer your customer that's service-based that makes their life easier also, like for example, a shopping guide, or here's two recipes to use this jam that we sell to, you know, do a really fun Christmas appetizer, anything that you can do to make them have less decisions to make and convenience is huge. So it's not only them, they're shopping, but they're like, oh, I just took care of this and this. That's great. Um, Or I got an idea for so-and-so. I mean, basically just anything that you can do to accommodate. And that is a great customer service tool too. So they'll think of you next time, like, oh, wow, they went above and beyond at Christmas or Thanksgiving, whatever. So they'll think of you that next holiday or special occasion too. So, yeah. 
love all of that. And kind of, once again, make sure you think about added value. Sometimes it's not price, but like Lauren said, it's convenience or it's gift wrapping or it's, you know, some extra bonus buy or whatever. So um, think creatively, look in your tool shed and see really what you have deep, deep down in the back, you know, the bottom of the bag and, and pull it out, uh, use yeah. it, try to figure it out. So couple other quick things. Um, one is just don't forget to thank your clients. Use gratitude in your messaging. If you're offering customer service in person or online, you know, I love when I get a nice little, like it can be handwritten. I, I wish it were always, but you know, you order something online and you get a nice like note in it, the branding strong. I think that that says a lot to being nice in person or on the phone, obviously accommodating people answering questions on social media is huge, but definitely in your messaging, don't be scared to be festive and also just use gratitude. So, yeah, that's so important. I mean, you're really trying to do two things. You're trying to, you know, kind of sell and get the bottom line a little bit tighter for the end of the year. But like Lauren said, utilize that time to reposition for January or February. If you can start building some brand loyalty, if you can start exposing your business or your service to potential new customers, that is a win for the next year for sure. Yeah. Um, My last point is, People are busy and you included, us included, this time of year is crazy like we talked about. So email marketing is huge and text. So use, you know, quick messages, reminders. Um, If you have an SMS text program, you have um, those phone numbers. That's great little reminders for special offers or just, you know, even a link to something that is fun for them um, or something that's useful. Like I kind of mentioned a recipe, something like that. but think quick um, on your marketing and your messaging. So email, text, obviously your social media is a great place for that when people are out and about and kind of researching. But just remember, people are busy. You're not, this is not the time of year to get them to sit down and read, you know, a super long um, email newsletter. So keep things quick, concise, and easy to consume. I think that's important. What do you, what are your thoughts? We haven't really talked about this, but what are your thoughts about um, some philanthropy type of opportunities, kind of like, uh, you know, buy a shoe, give a shoe kind of thing during this time of year? What What are your thoughts on that? I love that. I mean, I think that those are compelling um, as long as you are communicating that well and explaining kind of the program well. I think that's definitely compelling. And I think that, um, you know, as much as I hate to say it on this note, Whenever you offer something to the purchaser themselves too, that's compelling. So maybe they're buying something, but then they get something for themselves. I think that those are both compelling um, tactics. So, yeah, totally true. I, I think that's the reality. I mean, we are in the marketing business, which is reality. I think there are some folks that they're, you know, personal heartstrings are tugged by the kind of philanthropy side. And then I think, you know, the other folks, I mean, I always go back to this, the Omaha steaks. I buy my uncle Omaha steaks every year for Christmas and, uh, you know, he gets his little package and then bang, they send me a uh, four ribeye, uh, just for, for doing that as well. And I love that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. something that I get a little extra for. So mm-hmm. I love cool. that. What about we we talked a little bit about the holiday stuff. Anything, any thoughts on the New Year's Eve stuff? I I've been kind of bouncing around this in my head, but I always love New Year's Eve uh giveaways that are either, you know, kind of like last chance or last minute or fast opportunities that are uh great for the business, but they're really great for um 
you know, the consumer that is looking for that kind of last minute piece for the end of the year, or maybe even like an off brand thing. So it's winter, but you know, you're giving away, you know, I don't know, seeds or something for the, for the summer. Have any thoughts on that? I think, yeah, I think that goes back to like, it's just a busy season. And if you have something that you can offer for the future, or even I like the, like, you know, buy $50 gift card now, get a $50 to use later, something like that. But I like things like that, that give people something to look forward to, especially if it is an experience or like you say, like for the next season, I think that that is super smart um, because you don't, you go through this like super busy season and then there's that kind of like holiday hangover. And then you're kind of like in that depressive, like, what do I have to look forward to? When's the next day off of work? You know, and it's a long time away. So I think that offers like that can really compel people and be, um, you know, kind of something unique. I mean, to me, that's something unique. You don't see that a lot. So I think those are good ideas. Anything else you want to do before we uh, talk a little bit about what we're going to look at next week or talk about next week? I think that that's pretty good. That's quite a bit. So I think those are some pretty good tips. Those are pretty good tips. All right. Well, uh, next week, I think we're going to talk a little bit about um, our favorite yeah, holidays is that yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. A little something festive for the week of Thanksgiving. So yeah. tune in. All right. Well, for the G Factor podcast, I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com. <laughs>